Welcome, everybody, to The Psychologists Are In. I'm Maggie Lawson. And I'm her podcast partner in crime, Timothy Ombudsman. And this week, we are doing something a little different. We couldn't stop talking about a Very Juliet episode. I mean, for a good reason. So we decided to do a bonus one with Tim Meltriger himself. And, of course, Steve Franks drops by. We shoot the shit, laugh about one of our favorite episodes, and talk a lot, <laughs> a lot about Luck of the Irish. Enjoy. This is going to be really good. Ready? Hi, Tim. Hey, Maggie. Which one am I referring to? It's too confusing. Tim, it's too confusing. Okay, here we go. How's that? That's that's a little better. Now I got a plant in here. It's a little less cavey. That's okay. Hey, Tim, by the way, the Gretsch is making its first appearance. It's it's in the bottom, the bottom right corner. I see him. The Gretsch is his name? Oh, it's, it's the guitar. No, that's Finney. There we go. Oh, the Gretsch. <laughs> and then of oh, course the Finney, Finney's always here for the uh for the thing. Yeah. And then, I, I, I wanted, don't think I've ever seen I wanted Finney to be in my in my music room. I did want to be in my music room, but at this time of the day, okay, all the light faces behind me. So all the lights behind me. So it wasn't great. <laughs> um you look great. Everyone looks great. The lighting is great. This is literally like 20 minutes, 20, no. 30 minutes. Ma- Two hours and 15, <laughs> 215. I got, let's this. see, what do I got? Well, I got four pages here, people. Oh God. This is the thing though. I, I haven't spoken to Steve since Saturday and we didn't talk about yeah. this. So it's I know true. you must have told all of the stories. So I decided that I wasn't necessarily going to talk so much about the episodes as much as an- ancillary things related to the episode. Yeah. That's let's it. not even talk about the episode at all. Well, no, here, I I have a great idea since I've got you guys all director and principals here. I have a few things to, to, to share. And then I want to play IMDb episode goofs, true or false. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. I, got, I, got I love it. Maggie, I also have some fan questions for this one. Yay. That's why I was like, let's not do the synopsis. Let's just talk. Oh, of course. No, of not course. At all. Yeah. let's talk. Well, then I think actually, and I'm not intending to commandeer this whole bad boy, but all the same, I got to play a little catch up. So I should let you guys know that this episode aired on February 10th, 2010. Okay. Yes. Got um, it. Um, um, it was the year of the ox. Well, Tim, you co-wrote the shit out of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you did. Wait, keep going. I want to hear the. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I no. February tenth, your... two thousand ten was a Wednesday. I don't remember. Were we on TV on Wednesday? Yeah, we, we were on. Uh, they, we went from Friday to Wednesday, so I think this yes. is our second night. We were, and then right. we were at ten o'clock, and at some point, I think we went to nine o'clock. TikTok by Kesha was the number one song in the okay, U.S. Okay, great, day. <laughs> great, great. Okay, <laughs> this is what you should know. There's a lot of this day in histories, but here's the thing: February tenth, two thousand ten, specifically. Not a very remarkable day in history. There was almost nothing except, okay, on that particular day, there was an earthquake. Oh. What? It was near Chicago. Oh, I- It was only a three, it was only a 3.8 and no major damage was recorded. Do you see how unremarkable that day was? (laughs) Nothing went on on February 10th. Nothing except for our episode dropping. Do you want to know something amazing? One of these fan questions is actually from Chicago, Illinois. So this is going to be very exciting. (laughs) Uh, so what that would what, what would it count as like a, a, a site connection then get i was born in chicago illinois <laughs> of course that is a site co- it's co- connection you right we're all the episode uh that aired the day of an earthquake in chicago i i feel the connection do you think it was my midwestern relatives all jumping up and down at the same time when my it- name appeared on the screen i it wasn't cheering, been. but i think so i think they were cheering <laughs> i think they were cheering so well, yeah, yeah, you would like Yes. Oh, what what I love about this getting getting this like this day in history vibe is how crazy. Well, you don't know this because we just did this, but we just did the Death is in the Air podcast. Right. And it's so wild. Mere moments ago. Mere moments ago. And I was just in my head thinking, like, wow, we didn't know. We didn't know that was going to something like that was actually going to happen then. We didn't know. So I kind of like lo- love our little innocent. Uh, I love the little uh, throwback. Uh, this is what we were doing on February 10th. That means that, you know, the, how many years? Tw- wait, 10. So Long 10 years ago. later, we would be in a uh, in a global pandemic. Anyway, that's what I found very interesting about that. OK, go on. Not to bring oh, it Oh, well, no, everything else is also really, really historic. Uh, Deep Blue defeated Gary Kasparov in chess. Barack Obama announced his presidential run. There you go. There we go. This day in history. I mean, February 10th. It's cool. It was a bad Barack Obama day. also, wait, from Chicago. Oh, there we go. 
So I mean, many you know, Chicago's. So much Chicago there. Wait, Steve, what is the Chicago fan question? Well, it's the it I have um I have four of them. It's the third one. I would actually if 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 we go to that, I would go I would go, you know, to the uh to yours first and we could alternate uh depending uh on how because I think it it builds. It really really does build. Oh gosh, I almost feel like we should focus on yours. I was just going to give Tim Mel- Tim M Tim Elchiger the opportunity to uh answer some of the fan questions that we had on the pod last week cuz he was so um, so very present in spirit, and uh, when we were doing <laughs> the episode, yeah, like you're you're just such a major part of it for us. And I was like, he, I remember when we did the um, the roller derby uh, talk derby to me pod, and um, you really brought it with your notes and memories of of old na- names that got t- thrown out, and it was it was great. So yeah, I'm well, there. we're very you. happy to have you. Uh, well, there was. I have a. I have a list of things we didn't cover, Tim. Just in case mm-hmm. you want to talk oh. about those. But the fun thing is, is that um, that nobody nobody was aware or re- quite exactly remembered your secret cameo during this Steve Perry uh, strung out part, which was an impromptu moment, which just happened as the camera was rolling. At three eleven, I checked Hi. it out today for all you fans who want to look up me. Okay. I'm there at 311. <laughs> <laughs> you looked it up. You have the exact timestamp. I love I did, it. <laughs> I did. Press the pause. Yep. Worship myself on TV for a moment. And you have I a nice it. little yes. arc. You have a nice little arc with Maggie. You kind of look over, she nods, and then you get back to your business. So it's like, I do. You know, it's a micro narrative is what it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a micro narrative. <laughs> I love it so yeah. much. Yeah. Um, and that was my cameo, and and it was during "Strung Out," which is one of my one of uh, sincerely one of my favorite uh, music cues in 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 all of the series, so which I know I for certain was like handpicked by Mr. The, Steve um, Franks. The '80s hawker music. Yes, <laughs> uh, totally, totally. It's a great sounding song, though it really is. It's just it a is. great sounding song. It sounds live. It's so good. Yes, hands so down, good. Steve Perry's greatest solo work, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, uh, the other thing we didn't talk about last week, and this might be interesting is you see like, uh, uh when you see the bullet travel to mm-hmm. the, uh, late, late in the episode, you see the bullet travel to the tree and, and when Sean sort of puts it together, we had actually paid for a very expensive, um, sequence where we saw the bullet come from the gun, go through the agent and then come out the other side. And apparently even with all the murder and dismemberment that was going on on CSI and all the all the uh, stations around us, we were not allowed to see the bullet go in or come out from the other guy. So it starts very late in the middle of a very expensive oh, wow. VFX shot. So uh, that was something you know we were we were being hammered by and, <laughs> and censored because of our because of of the our classic excessive violence. I mean, <laughs> yes, we did have indeed. to reel it in. Um, yeah. <laughs> however, having just watched death is in the air too, not that we're talking about that, but the no, shot talk- of the blood coming out of her eye yeah. when she's on the phone, oh my God, I was like, okay, okay, psych. Yeah. And to the point where I think, you know, uh, when we get a chance to make psych four, three heads explode simultaneously <laughs> just <laughs> in graphic slow motion detail. That's, that's, we make up for all of it. That's my, that's Could my that be hope. transfer style and <laughs> what style? Transfers stuff was that the movie where the guy scanners scanners, scanners. yeah scanners yeah. I got oh, the I think video scanners part video drone has one too right as I recall yeah I um, think so I think so that um, was so so Debbie so Harry's have, only movie right I think so yes now or her most famous of, of, of episode goofs true or false this cat this cloud this 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 is is actually like in the third category okay so there's true or false there's true there's false and then there's a third category which you guys can either make up but i've already got one prepared when i read this to you because it's it's related to steve's note because one of the great moments in that episode is when sean's looking through the the the, the binoculars gus points his binoculars up because why why steve oh because trees grow as trees grow (laughs) however when sean and gus are looking for a bullet that had been shot into the tree five years earlier, Gus suggests Sean is looking too low because, quote, trees grow. In fact, trees grow vertically by adding new cells at the top of the tree. They will add rings and get wider around the trunk, but a bullet in a tree would come in and be at the same height five years later as the day it was shot. You Whoa. know what? We now, dis- the third category. Dis- oh, go ahead. Tr- tr- true or false, guys. It doesn't matter. You know why? Because the category of the answer to that one is, come on. 
There's no one-size-fits-all solution when it comes to hair care, and that's because your hair and your goals are completely unique. My hair definitely has its good moments, but then my hair really knows how to humble me sometimes. One day I wake up with no frizz whatsoever, and then as soon as I step outside, boom, it looks like I've been electrocuted. Thanks to my personalized pros routine, I can honestly say I've never been more in love with my hair. Pros makes custom hair care that's effective because it's personal. Using natural ingredients with proven results, Pros customizes every product in your routine from shampoo to supplements. First, Pros starts by asking about my hair goals, like increased volume, less frizz, and lengthening my split ends. Their in-depth consultation also asks you about you as a person. Pros asks me really unexpected things like my age, my zip code, what my typical eating habits are, how often do I exercise, things that I would never really think of when picturing my hair. Next, Pros analyzed all of my answers and handpicked clean ingredients to help me reach my hair goals. After Pros recommended me my shampoo and conditioner, I do have to say my hair has never been shinier. And the best part is I know exactly what I'm using on my hair because Pros has this incredible ingredient dictionary to explain what you're using and why. I also have to shout out their incredible dry shampoo. It smells like a dream. It's so good. As a carbon neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. If you're not 100% positive Pros is the best hair care you've ever had, they will take the products back, no questions asked. I just want to add in the packaging is so adorable. It looks so cute on the shelf. Their labels and the bottles, I can't say enough about it. I love it. Pros is the key to achieving all of your hair goals this year. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash pineapple. That's pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash pineapple for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. You know what? I did a lot. I did a lot of reading and there was a lot of arguing about it both before before we wrote this and and afterwards. And uh, and yes, I think that's true. I, I, I'm certain that that's true. There, there's a lot of theoretical things that go one way or the other of, 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 of how that might work. However, we're talking about five feet and then a bullet from 50 to 60 feet yards away maybe so in that time it couldn't possibly have gone straight so i i believe there's just like a, a slight perhaps angle that could explain the uh the height difference oh. absolutely well oh. how i'm from seattle washington the evergreen state i should know the answer to this yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> because you shoot you trees should. all the time all the time that's that's your other uh, favorite hobby yeah, Just so, so that's that's the answer to that one. So it was one of those things that we probably knew we were wrong, but we could explain away with some BS, like I just said, <laughs> and we just went with it because it sounds cooler. And well, and oftentimes, like in the room, okay, the the when when something like that does come up, one writer turns to another and says, "Is anyone asking this question?" Yeah. And the answer to that question is usually no. No one's asking that question. Right. Right. Well, that it, that Tim, actually the, in sorry in that vein, when you get into arguments in the writer's room have there ever been were there ever fisticuffs were there ever, ever um physical blows thrown i'm sure there were verbal blows I'm sure worse, there was wit, Tim. wit that worse. was like rapier sharp wit that was thrown back worse and forth. worse than that just burning lingering humiliation <laughs> <laughs> psychological so long-lasting psychological torture and scars that i still bear today oh oh yeah it's so yeah I wanted to ask Tim about about a little bit of like the early on because you know in this episode Madcap Lassiter hits hits hard, okay? There's yes. there's some 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 Madcap Lassiter right in the first act of this episode, right? You've got you've got you've got <laughs> you've got Lassiter counseling Juliet, okay, and taking a little bit of Schadenfreudian pleasure, okay, out of the fact that her heart is crushed. Yes, and 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 he's actually so out of character at that point that he offer he wants to hug her, okay. Which feels kind of out of character, except that she's really, un really having an unfortunate moment at that time. That's Lad Madcap Lassiter number one. Then you choke Sean, okay, right in front of the chief. <laughs> okay, and then, then you grab moment. the guys and make them duck behind a desk because you slept with the sandwich person. 
Uh, biscuit lady. Um, biscuit on, lady. He did, he did not sleep with the biscuit lady. Biscuit he lady. made out with the biscuit lady. Uh, he kind of made it's, out with her. It's 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 true. And it was at the picnic. And you know how crazy that things get over there. Mm. I decided I needed to call. I, I decided I needed to call that Madcap Lassiter, and I'm gonna now I'm gonna be looking for them in subsequent episodes that I watch. Okay? <laughs> Madcap Lassiter. Madcap Lassiter. Madcap Lassiter. It's Madcap. a it's a rare Lassiter that we don't see that often. I just love how it's like the most inappropriate time to, or at least it just socially etiquettely uh, to to be like, let's hug. After I just really want to hug after this advice and this conversation. And I love that to him, it's perfect. To him, the intention is so pure. But there's, how he says it, how he gets that hug of him saying, I feel a hug coming on. It's like, no, there's nothing close to feeling a hug coming on <laughs> for anybody except for you because you are um, so socially inept. <laughs> but he knows he's such, he's so close and unguarded with Julia that. He can yeah. be socially enough with her. Mm-hmm. It's a breakthrough yeah. moment, Tim. And and I, I to me, we, we talked about this a little bit. And it, it's the moment that Juliet finally understands the pain that he carries every day. And she's brought into the club. And it's it's so wonderful for him, for her, and how she's going to use that pain for professional gain mm-hmm. uh, in, <laughs> in the rest of her life. It's a very exciting moment for Laster. And it, it's, it, Tim, it, Everything you do in this episode, um, you know, even though it's a, a very Juliet episode, is in such wonderful service to the, the 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 drama that's going on. And you're you're just how quickly you go to choking Sean. It's it's oh almost my. instantaneous. Yeah, uh, it's, it's amazing. It's it's so good. It's His that flash moment of is, rage that yeah. just cannot yeah. be bridled. Yeah. It's there's so there's good. a moment also where Sean tells Lassiter he needs a psychic third eye to see some evidence. And did anybody make the connection that Tim Amundsen's character in Starship Troopers actually has a literal psychic third eye? <laughs> I did, did anyone not, notice? And I was even guy Timothy, in that movie. Timothy, that's a psych degree of of separation or a psych premonition or something. That's a that's something. premonition that I would... and a very grotesque one at that. I'll add. Ew. Well, he's got a psychic third eye. You do though, Tim, don't you? A psychic third eye. You have a psychic third eye. I did, yeah. I, I, that they um, CGI'd a... Um, they actually <laughs> said they scanned my own eye and then uh, CGI'd a third of my actual blue eyes <laughs> in the middle of my forehead. Didn't they know how dangerous that is? To I mean, it's hard enough to look into two of your blue eyes, but then three of them. <laughs> it's so true. You know, Tim, it's so true. Uh, Steve, it was very early in my career. They did not quite understand how um, powerful... What a powerful tool and and or weapon they were dealing with. It's like when bioluminescence happens in the ocean, yeah. you know? <laughs> did, we, those... uh, did we get around to, to naming the red dress color? Um, uh, oh, we, we had did. a couple. We did. Yes. And, and Tim, What's yours, uh, Tim? Well, well, I, have Colgate, I have Colgate tube of toothpaste red. <laughs> cool. well, I got and I... Steve had? The frame around Kraft in Kraft macaroni and cheese uh, dinner. Red. Wait, hold on. Is it is it red? Really? We've established yes. Yeah. Cool. I also How about that. Yeah, I'd frame around the Kraft logo on macaroni and cheese red, which of course in Canada it was Kraft dinner um, frame red. Um, of course it was. Also could be Dairy Queen red. It's uh, oh, very it could. Close to that. I mean, it's, it it's could, it much, could be um, In and Out red. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, without a yeah. doubt. But you know, a lot of people in the country may not. Um, they unfortunately they don't they won't be able to get that reference. That's true. Oh, I don't know. This Colgate's real good too. Yeah, so yeah. it's also yeah. kind of Solid. um. Yeah, I worked every on that. CVS uh, shelf at this time of year with a box of chocolate Valentine's Day yes. chocolate red. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. without a doubt, without a doubt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Um. I noticed in watching this episode uh, also that there's a reference to, I, I think that's a reference to me and my wife in uh, in this episode. It there is. Definitely that is. was called out. Actually, we called that out we when we recorded that. the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't the, remember the that. The import right? Imports. Because my wife's name is H, you guys. The <laughs> <laughs> so, little known fact. It's it's a little strange fact. spelling, too. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's like, what's your wife's name? I'm like, it's just H. Yeah. <laughs> Capital H, no period. Just H. <laughs> Capital H, no period. Yeah. Tim, Tim, can you can we do some fan questions with you? 
Oh, yes, please. I'm sorry. I don't I really don't want to monopolize it. I mean, I really kind of do. But no, no but take. Oh, my God. I thought I I literally was like, OK, there's a lull. So maybe I'll throw in the fan question. Yeah, no, no let's throw them let's, in. Let's, let's bounce them back and forth. If you wanted. A, OK, well, we did these, but I want to hear Steve's, too. So, OK, all right. But OK, I, the, but I just I'll do just, I'll go first. How about that? You go first because we, okay. we. Yeah, this one is for Tim. Tim Amundsen. That's me. Uh, it's from uh, Rhoda Morgenstern in the Bronx, New York. Uh, the question is... <laughs> hang, hang on, Steve. I'm going I'm to need you to drop that octave, that voice, like a full octave. I need, I need a late night FM DJ okay. voice for this one. Oh, yeah, yeah. This question comes from Rhoda Morgenstern in the Bronx, New York. This is for Tim. In the film The Luck of the Irish, when Shaman battles, uh, Seamus battles Kyle in the one-on-one sports competition... Why would they have an even number of contests in a winner-take-all competition? Does this almost certainly lead to the tiebreaker scenario we get to the, at the end? And also, were these games, these Gaelic, what are they called? The, the Taoshian games? They're called were the they the inst- games. Yeah, th- is that what they are? Yes. They are, actually. Um, From set, we shot that on a golf course in the middle of Salt Lake City. And I had no idea how to pronounce this word. So I literally called Ireland's 32, which is a great uh, Irish bar here in the Valley, and talked to, um, God, I think his name was, I talked to Marty, the bartender, who I kind of knew because I had done a play reading there once, uh, asked him how to pronounce it. So he, they, it's like he's from Dublin, I don't know, but he, he knew, he told me how to pronounce it. So if I, if I got that pronunciation of the Talchin games wrong, then blame Marty at Ireland's 32. <laughs> See, look at that. It's a, you're a wealth of information. So that, that was question one. Wow. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like my best self when I'm really taking care of myself, when I'm listening and I am staying in like an authentic place. When you're at your best, you can do great things, but sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. Because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. I have used this app. It is so user-friendly. They set everything up so you can feel as safe as possible. You can set it up very quickly. I've recommended it to many people. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, I feel like therapy is very helpful in creating a better relationship with myself. It helps me get to know myself a little bit better so I can take better care of myself. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries, which is very important. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma, etc., if you are thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Pineapple today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Pineapple. Wow, that was a great question from what? Who? What's her name? Ruta. Rhoda Morgan. Rhoda Morgan. Oh, Bronx, Rhoda, New Rhoda. York. Oh, there's Love there's that. a follow up to it as well. Were these Talshin games the inspiration for Quidditch in the Harry Potter universe, and does that in turn make Tim the original <laughs> Draco Malfoy? Whoa! <laughs> I would say, of course, or or rather, quick answer, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Yes, Steve. These are great questions. Okay. Do you have one for Tim or do you want me to go next? Oh, this is actually a good question um, that I think we all answered. But did you ever plan on having Juliet and Scott meet up a year later? Uh, again, to to call something back, I don't think anybody was really asking that question. That's what I, I don't. I didn't think so either. But, but um, you know, when I watched, I thought, didn't you also think that a year seemed kind of a short amount of time? It's just like yeah. a year. <laughs> That's like nothing. That's nothing. Right. You may as like well just stay there on the gonna... platform. <laughs> do you have any romance? Do you have a romantic story like Juliet's train meeting tale? Oh, uh, this is getting very, very personal. And I'm I not mean, sure if these are H- the I'm not sure if H would be into me revealing these H. Things. H. Okay. <laughs> Who's? Oh, wait. Hold on. Inspired by a true story. One of. Oh, wait, wait. Is this episode inspired by a true story from any of the writers? I think we Steve cleared that up. 
It was a true no, story. No, not to my knowledge. Right. What, what was it, Steve? It was a true story that Cary Grant and Deborah Kerr um, <laughs> had happened to them <laughs> yes. in an affair to oh, remember. Right. An affair to remember. So it was partially. But, uh, but that would have meant Julia had amnesia, right? I thought Deborah Kerr's character had amnesia in that movie. Oh, I thought she was. I thought she had uh, had an injury um, that uh, that she was on the couch and she uh, she was unable to use her legs. Yeah, I don't... something along those lines. Okay, so maybe it wasn't amnesia, but there was some type of injury. Because yes. didn't didn't she have the that blanket on him. her lap, and then he didn't understand, and he left, and he got really mad at her, and then he 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 vented all his uh, all his frustration at her, and then you leave, and then you reveal yes. the blanket is not just a blanket for warmth. And then Carrie feels like a cad. Devin, on the day of their rendezvous, Terry is struck by a car and rushed to the hospital. Nikki waits all day for her, unaware of her accident. Dejected, Nikki leaves, assuming that Terry has forgotten about him. Terry is injured in the accident and uses a wheelchair. Good. Devin just pulled that out of the ether. Devin? That's how good our producer is, everybody. No, she's a wizard. Like I, she's (laughs) incredible. I, the stuff that she can come up with and find. And anyway, okay, Melchiger. All right. Hold on. Wait, wait, Steve, you go. You're getting, you're getting too far ahead. Okay. This one's from Phyllis Lindstrom in San Francisco, California. This is a uh, question about the luck of the Irish. (laughs) How come How come Seamus is not disqualified from competing in a junior high school playoff basketball game when he is clearly drunk and in his (laughs) mid-20s? Also, when he changes appearances at the end of the game and suddenly has a long red beard, why is the game not stopped completely at that point? What, was this Phyllis? This is from (laughs) Phyllis Phyllis Lindstrom. Lindstrom. (laughs) Well, Phyllis... I could go on for an hour, but that'd be an entirely different podcast, and we don't have that much time today. Um, <laughs> but um, just got to say, it's the magic of movies, fellas. Okay. All right. <laughs> that makes sense. It's just the magic of movies. You know, St. Patty's Day is coming up. Have you ever have you ever thought about doing sort of like a side hustle psych podcast for <gasps> Luck of the Irish? And also, yeah. could we... Could we also do one for the for the uh, the version the that they Irish remade model? in India? They made it. They remade that movie in India in 2012, and sadly, Tim was not invited to be in the remake. I don't understand why. Uh, <laughs> but you could have a separate watch for that one too. Oh, I love it. Also, might I just remind everyone that Tim was on Psych. He wasn't available, guys. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. Why. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, That's true. So you know, um, that is good. It's real good. I'm um, not sure that the uh, origin material really uh, warrants a um, a whole another movie. Oh, I believe so. I believe so because this one, instead of it being and the one in India, instead of it being uh, leprechauns, it's actually the the tales of the Arabian Nights somehow are, oh. are incorporated into it. So yes, it actually has even better source material. Oh, that's cool. Oh. I don't know. My, my question is then, do I get a residual? <laughs> <laughs> you should. You should. Uh, um, by the uh, way, guys, have you seen Psych 4 like trending for multiple days on Twitter? Because the Psych I was just are... about to bring that up. Yeah. Uh, last Sunday was Psych 4 Day, apparently, on the Twitter. Yeah. It's extraordinary Which what all our fans comes down... can do um, just by sheer will and determination. And, and just uh, a few weeks ago, Maggie, we were on stage at Sketchfest with the psychologists are in a very first live show, one of mm-hmm. hopefully many, and got the honest to start chanting Psych 4. But they didn't say his hashtag Psych 4. But still, even <laughs> though they didn't include the words hashtag in there, it got trending on on the Twitter last Twitter. weekend, last yeah. Sunday, which was very exciting. It was it's, really crazy. It's awesome. And in these trying times when some of us are doing rewrites on things... And when uh, when studios will be making their, you know, when their decisions about what projects they may or may not want to put on the slate for the year, it's very, very helpful to those unnamed individuals when people are carrying the torch for their favorite projects. And uh, mm-hmm. they may be projects that may may not be coming out yet, but they may be coming along nicely. And uh, I I would say to those people, you do what you're doing because I think that's uh, that's going to be a helpful thing. Yeah. Agreed. 
I'm kind of thinking that every Sunday. Do they give awards for being vague? That was a performance. Are they called like the Vagies or something? I don't know. The Vagies. The Yips. The Vagies. Oh, by the way, Tim. Tim, there's a there's a commercial. There's there's another question for you. Um, oh. This one is from Lou Grant in Chicago, Illinois. That's the oh, Chicago they, question. Lou Grant, I love his, his TV show. But this is a question about grandfathers. In the luck of the Irish, why does nobody acknowledge that Kyle's grandfather is chained to the top of the backboard during a high school playoff game? Wouldn't this, at the very least, be interference on the grandfather's part? And are the crowd considered cruel and unfeeling for not unchaining him at any point during the game? Well, now I just got to say, um, I also didn't really turn into a uh, fair Derek leprechaun and get shot oh. into the shores of very started to shatter your minds, everybody. Wow. It's, Spoiler it's a fair question. Alert. Yeah. Also, heartbreak. Go on. Plus, the fact that um, Henry also Gibson, the great actor Henry Gibson, is shackled to the top of the of the net. <laughs> hey, um, Tim. Tim, here's the, this is a great moment. This is this is a not a psych degree of separation, but it's a luck of the Irish degree of separation. Oh gosh! And that Henry Gibson is also in the Blues Brothers, and that is referenced in a very Juliet episode that Mister T has a cameo in the Blues right. Brothers. I didn't think of that when That's we watched it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's one of the I'm not gonna say what type. He's one of the fascists in the in the car. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and correct. and uh and yes, and, and meets a uh meets a horrible demise in that movie. Um but uh but that that Mr. T trivia piece is something that Tim and I uh loved and were dying to get into an episode, and so it was perfect that it got into this one. Which I gotta say, that little bit of um knowledge you just dropped on all of us. Totally worth this bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, as um, are the fan questions like this one from Mary Richards in Minneapolis, Minnesota. <laughs> this question is about the luck of the Irish. <laughs> no. In the luck of the Irish, your armpit hair is exactly the right length. Not too long, not too short to as look shaved or handled. Did you have a Wrangler on set, or do you carry your own set of clippers? Wow. That's a little personal. <laughs> it's too personal? It's personal. A little personal. It's uh, all natural. Okay. It's it's hard when you're doing a basketball movie to to manage the uh, the, the level of <laughs> Boy, of talk about hair. Stick Arms Amundsen. You got like a whole eighth of a movie of just me in the skinniest limbs ever, both Really bad um, basketball shorts and the tank top. <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna go luck of the Irish, I'll tell this whole story then. <laughs> if we're really going luck of the this Irish, is too good. I cannot believe this just totally been hijacked it's, by it's luck just of the, the Irish. fans. It wasn't me. It was the fans. Which, yeah, that was the fans. That was the fans. Um, was the holding fans. up the paper, like inquiring It'll be, it'll be playing uh, twenty four hours on the seventeenth coming up. If you if you're like, I really got to see some luck of the Irish and see those stick arms again. I've said it once, I've said it twice, and I'll say it as much as I can. I love Thrive Cosmetics Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. This mascara has more than 25,000 five-star reviews for a reason. Thrive Cosmetics Mascara mimics the look of lash extensions without the damaging glue or the salon prices. It uses a proprietary tubing formula, which means that it wraps around each lash as you apply it, dramatically lengthening and helps define your lashes from root to tip. It's really cool. There's like the, they're like these little tubes, these little tubes, and they extend your lashes. The best part, it lasts all day without clumping, smudging, flaking, or like running, you know, under your eyes. That happens to me with other mascaras. And when you want to remove it, and I don't know why you would, but the removal is so easy. It slides right off with warm water and a washcloth. No soap required. Simply the best-selling product from Thrive, hands down. And I love all their products, so. Not to brag, but I can put this mascara on without even looking in a mirror. I don't even have to worry about the smudging all over my eyes when I put it on. Plus, one coat is enough. And if you choose to add a second layer, it doesn't get clumpy. It's crazy. Along with Thrive's amazing makeup, 
Their message is one for the ages. I love this. Thrive Cosmetics is certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free beauty products made with clean, skin-loving ingredients. No parabens, sulfates, phthalates, all without compromising performance. Plus, cause is in the name for a reason. As part of their mission, every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive, such as those battling domestic abuse, homelessness, cancer, and more. Thrive Cosmetics makes a product or monetary donation with every product you buy. Thrive donates to disadvantaged people and families seeking a path out of homelessness. They help domestic abuse survivors find strength, confidence, and support. And celebrate the LGBTQ plus community and provide resources to individuals healing from homophobic and transphobic trauma. If that doesn't convince you this company is amazing, I don't know what will. Team Thrive Cosmetics all the way. I love this company. You have to try Thrive Cosmetics to see for yourself. Right now, you can get an exclusive 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash pineapple. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash pineapple for 15% off your first order. So I show up to this basketball thing. I was in elementary school so scarred because I was the worst. But I have no game whatsoever. And I was, I mean, I'm still a tall kid. I'm still tall. I could never play basketball. Don't understand the game. Don't know. Just have no skills whatsoever. I was so pathetic that Mr. Planky, my, P, my elementary school PE teacher, used to take his lunches off to give me private three throw lessons. That's how bad. I, that's how pathetic I was. <laughs> I don't so know. I find that to... story incredibly touching. Okay. Yeah. yeah same. But there is there's a scene in Luck of the Irish where um, Seamus is throwing is doing three free throws. Oh, and there's you, a scene where you I don't actually, need to I, tell us. We know. Okay. Oh, you know, you know. <laughs> so when I actually hit that, I give this um, <laughs> this jubilant uh, leap of joy, and then I think I'd go into a little jig because he's he's a saint of the step for goodness sakes. <laughs> that was that was a real honest to god exuberance because I made the shot. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh. And why did you make the was, shot? Because of that dedicated educator, okay? Take it Because his of Mr. Off. Planky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah. also because he was in possession of Kyle's lucky coin. That's the other reason. But oh, uh, there, but there was that. There was, <laughs> but there was an actual wow. moment Steve, in between you really scenes. watched this and studied it. I love this it. young and the kids we were playing against were, were a, a local Catholic high school. So they um this kid literally looked at me looked at me practicing through froze and with like just a look of sheer like disdain literally said to me the words ain't you ever played ball before no no <laughs> so then i punched him in the throat and was immediately fired off the movie that was the level of humiliation i was dealing with ain't you ever played ball before from a 12 year old kid from salt lake city Melchiker, I feel like I've, I was very touched by that, too. My brother's a basketball coach. No, the, the basketball coach story or the teacher story, because I, 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 I love that. My, my brother teaches and he's a basketball coach. And I see like the notes the kids like have sent him and thanked him. And like just it's a you know, it's a it's such a beautiful act. You know, for sure, and and yeah. who knows? Maybe he's gonna watch this podcast and 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 realize that Tim is grateful to him, or he's gonna regret yes. that Tim punched someone on the thro- on, in the throat as a result of uh, some <laughs> basketball problem. Yeah, but well, we can also thank the magic of editing <laughs> in those basketball. Yes, in that indeed, basketball we can. I, I, I have I have a couple of quick hits because I wanted I don't know if you guys appreciated the fact. Are that we done with Luck of the Irish? Look, I just now? want to say like uh, no. Well, actually, are we done with questions? Steve? Yes, we're done. I, with, I, well, yes, well, I was. Yeah, Steve. Ahead, yeah. Not, none of the other fans have have any other uh, Luck of the Irish questions. I mean, I have some, but I Hello? think that's... <laughs> Steve, you can call me later because I still want to ask. You. I've got a ton of questions about Psych Force. Let's have our separate. There separate wasn't there wasn't a question from Ted Baxter or anything like that. <laughs> no. Ted Baxter, nice, nicely done. Oh, <laughs> um, Tim, I, Tim, I, I love to... how you knew where I was going from the first one. So, uh... <laughs> um, so, so there's a wonderful sap clue in here. That's the first time. Um, a couple of quick tips when you're in a, when you're writing a crime show and you're in a writer's room, the phrase "legitimate business front" should always be used. Okay, <laughs> that's how you that's how you telegraph crime is that crime is about to happen or going to happen. And also, one of my favorite psych jokes of all, a total throwaway. Um, um, that's at the top of my to don't list. 
is still oh, yeah. one of my very favorite psych jokes. <laughs> and I'm just going to say, and, and, and I'll say while I co-wrote this episode, I did not write that joke. Um, um, and I'm pretty sure Steve wrote it. It was a room joke, but uh, it, uh, it, it's, it's, it's incredible to be around people that clever, okay? <laughs> Don't miss. It's a great joke. <laughs> There, uh, my favorite joke that's uh, that's uh, that's basic with any crime show is that uh, Lassiter's what's racketeering nobody knows. Nobody knows. Uh, <laughs> well, now nobody we lament knows. the fact that that was that that was a, that that was a runner, Steve. Don't you remember? Oh, yeah. that, there was there was an Arnold Vosloo um, 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 callback that was cut out, right? Oh, because cool. because Sean oh, in, yeah, the interrog- right. in the prison interrogation scene, he sits down with him, he talks to him on the phone, and they talk a little bit about racketeering. And Sean, Sean says that he's like, and what's racketeering? And Arnold Vosloo says, nobody knows. <laughs> it was my a runner. Why, my God, why did I allow them to cut that out? I'm. So I don't upset. know. It was. It was oh, a really wonderful funny. moment. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. that's fantastic. You're hearing, you guys, that's a psych. You're hearing it. You're hearing a psych behind the scenes exclusive <laughs> my, that nobody yeah, knows and about. And every other, time I see Arnold Vosloo, I think of that moment. The other Nobody funny knows. thing that we didn't get to in the last one is the first moment you see Craig Sheffer in the show. Maybe we did, I, but we probably didn't. But uh, Andy always jokes because the second Sheffer turns around at his desk, Andy goes, he did it. And uh, <laughs> just because Sheffer is, he's so intense. And then so intense. he turns around and he, and I said, hey, pick up your gun and go on the way out. But he picks up his gun like this. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> and then Adam, our music guys go, bang. <laughs> and we're like, well, you know, he maybe it, it just means he means business. Maybe that's <laughs> it. That explains it because I remember there was a lot of discussion about him grabbing the gun off the desk. And I thought I was remembering it as a federal marshal doesn't carry a weapon. Oh, really? But I think the question was, did he look too guilty by grabbing the gun? There was a lot of discussion about that on set that day. I remember. I well, can see he- that. He There's needed to have to a weapon because I was going to kick it under the car in the fight at the end. So there was no <laughs> right. way that guy wasn't doing it. That's right. <laughs> that's a, that's 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 one of the uh, that's one of the goofs, true or false questions. Ready? After the fight between Sean and Federal Marshal Daniel Wayne, Wayne goes around his car to retrieve his gun, and the boom is reflected on the car. True or false? Is it? Oh, I'm going to say false. false. I watched it three times. Oh, okay, good. Just, just oh. before this podcast. Okay. But was it was it false? Totally false. I was going to say that's got to be okay. false because our team is way too professional to let that happen. Yeah, totally, totally false. So, yeah. so IMDb, IMDb can suck it. Now, Mark, Mark Chikani, what do you mean? They go, oh, Johnny, we got a boom, we got a boom reflection, we got to fix this. Yeah, yeah, and then Dulé with the yeah. boom from the bottom, or Carmen, depending on who was who who yeah. was on. Oh, no. Marco Chikani, who's going to be on our podcast soon. Oh, that's oh, fantastic. Yeah. That's so exciting. Well, um, everybody who is listening to this is going to get a treat by getting to hear the dulcet tones of Marco Ciccone. And hopefully you can get him to Ooh. sing and or play an instrument while he's there. Yeah, we should. Mm-hmm. Guys, we have time I'm, for yeah, a few more him. psych questions or a oh. few more fan questions. And okay, this one then... is from Look of the Irish. I'm just, no, I don't have <laughs> It's just, all we do is giggle. Um, okay, wait. I have I have one for one for you, Mel Trigger. Before uh, and this will be the last one of these are the fan fan questions. What do you think would have happened if Juliet and Scott met up a year later, like they planned to? Oh gosh, I don't know. Juliet um, would have just been like, "Yo, I have a boyfriend." No, I am pretty sure that would have been the case. I mean, she certainly wasn't going to bail on Sean. Okay, right. for for uh, uh, for for Scott Seaver. No, um, which I, I would so, extension of. I don't think she would have bothered to show up. Yeah. It was the Sean train leaves the station and just and as, or comes into the station just as that. There's no it's way true. that that relationship is off and running. Yeah. Well, and I'm just going to say it's only a year. You probably already had a plan right that day. Yeah. You could, I'm surprised you just didn't say, no, I can't do that because I'm getting I'm getting I'm, I'm getting uh, my car painted that day. I'm washing although my hair. Although, although Steve, who, Steve, Tim, Maggie, who schedules their car to get painted a year in advance? It's really, I mean, it's a really a poorly constructed idea. A, <laughs> that's why it works, though. I uh, think what no, would have happened is um, by now, since um, Lasseter was the, Juliet's confidant about this, he would have found out about this meeting and um, had someone mm, mm. call in a bomb threat to the um, train station. To the train station. So he could never even get in, probably. Yeah. The train would have been canceled. We should also remember that Scott was still sort of in grave danger as set up by the episode. So chances are he was going to get off by some bikers or something. 
Oh, that's you know, true. And then we could have redone the episode and it would have been true that he was a, the, the, he was no longer with us. Right. And the return of Madcap Lasseter, which I would totally, <laughs> I would write a whole season of Madcap Lasseter. <laughs> I want to see that. I, I want to see that. that. You know what? I just want to react to it. I yeah. just want to <laughs> sit there and react. Well, maybe both Scott Seaver and Madcap Lasseter can return to Psych in another medium in some point in the future. Maybe. I mean, that's just, oh, yes. that's just a theory. Perhaps in Brick and Delaws. <laughs> the envelope, <laughs> please. Thank you. The winner of the Veggie. <laughs> and the Veggie goes to. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing in the chat whose idea was to make a Juliet-focused episode. I just want to say. Oh, did I not I, do that? Uh, no, you oh, didn't. Oh, I missed but, one. But I jumped around. I'm just going to say it because. Um, no, 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 no. I had big no, hand in, in, in Lassie did a bad, bad thing, of course. And here's Lassie, right? So yeah. I loved writing for Lassie, but, um, I also loved writing for Juliet. I mean, that's, just, I, I, that's, 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 that's just so, so I won't say like this was, this was my pitch because I don't even think it was. Well, that, hang but, on. See, uh, uh, Tim, let me interject. If writing, that's true, Juliet. then it's, it's obviously true because the, you got the best of both worlds in this. You got Madcap Laster, which is all because. And uh, Mags, you uh, text me, you very sweetly said how funny I was in this episode, which my response so, was, if I was good in this episode, it's because I was working opposite of you. Um, so you got you got Madcap Lassiter in these amazing moments with Juliet O'Hara because she's so good. And um, I mean, I'm a genius. We know that. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, Not a doubt. Yeah. yeah. No, I just. Uh, uh, it takes oh, two make, to tango. You make me I better. You, uh, but that, yeah, there was, this was so special. And uh and yeah, it's nice to that you're here and we can say uh, thank you for, to, I mean, to both of you, but this was just, a, this was so fun. This was such a big, big, big moment. I know for both of, for Tim and I both on the show, but. It was, you know, would you say, psychotic? It's iconic. It's iconic. I would say it is. Um, also, I mean, if you can see these fan questions, I think we left this one last week because it's clear who the winner is. But if you had a ranking of Juliet's love interest over the show, oh. someone asked the question. Okay, Declan, number one. Declan. Number one. <laughs> Sean, number two. Solid number two, Sean. Lassiter, Scott, number three. Just for sure. never happen. Will they? For won't sure. They? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, there's still movies. Um, a Agent, sure, Lars, Agent Lars Ewing, four, right? Um, oh, yes. Lars Ewing. Yes. The Thin White Duke, five. The Thin White uh, Duke for right. sure. Shabby oh, wait, the Gary Cole. Who was the Gary Cole guy? Oh, yeah. He was, uh, oh, God, that was an Andy character name. So, you know, it was ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah, it was. It had to be. And then Shabby for sure. For sure. Shabby. Shabby. <laughs> but Shabby's in like top five. Yes. Yeah. I think that we got him top five. All right, we got him. We got him. I think we worked him up. But Sean is definitely number two, at least. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys. It's always so good to see you. Thank you. you I'm concerned. Yes. There's one thing we we didn't say how we were going to podcast this this time. I think we skipped right past it, and we also didn't describe what kind of crime would have been committed had. Uh, um, I had was just going to say this was a, this was almost an episode without a <clears throat> murder. <laughs> That's my favorite. He's got to get There's the nose so much crinkle. <laughs> Yeah. So close. So it's close. I need a nap after that one. <laughs> um, oh, wait. So I'm going to go back then as if it's the beginning or should I just say, how do we do this? Put it at the end because I think it's cool to have it at the end. But by the way, this episode also is one of the two times ever that Sean introduces my partner with Gus's real name. And he does it both times to very, very dangerous people. <laughs> <laughs> so, the most dangerous. The note. only... The only time Gus doesn't want his name said is the times that Sean actually says it. So says, good. Says it. Yes. Melter, you know, I never asked you. Yes. Well, I was just going to mention that Kirsten's not on in this episode a whole lot, but there's a great moment between her and Sage at the bottom of the stairs. I'm not oh. sure if you mentioned that. There are yeah. no words uttered in the thing, and it's hysterical. Yeah, I uh, it We did twice. because it was the um, men tend not to show up, which if we're talking about Vic's husband is so true because he never shows up. Ever, yeah, right, yeah. Fourth movie. Uh, let's sorry, Maggie. What were you going to ask? Oh, you guys, if you were ready to say, podcast the shit out of it, uh, we podcast. You us. just beat me to it. Oh, say I it, concur. Tim. You say it. We just podcast the shit out of it, quad style. 
<laughs> for sure. And see, this is the first time I think you guys spoke about podcasting the shit out of stuff in the past tense. So yeah, worth waiting for. Yeah, oh, what did wait, we just do? We podcast the shit out of it. Maltrigger, what did we just do? You just podcasted the shit out of it. Yeah, we I did. podcasted twenty five percent of the shit out of this. <laughs> we, you guys, this was. Oh, now I now I always want to do bonus ads. Yeah. <laughs> now I always want to do the. Oh wait, I forgot. Let's add this in and that end thing. It's so good. Hey, if we're gonna do a bonus episode, I think this was the way to do it. This is with the awesomeness hungry. of Tim Eltrager and Steve the Tallman Franks. The greatest. Uh, and you guys, thank you for this episode. He doesn't look all that tall on camera right now. <laughs> now, now tell him. us everything you can about Psych 4. I'm kidding. I don't want to stop, but I, you gotta I go. am going to have to go. And I love you guys so much. And thank you all for being available. And I'm so glad we did it. Like, I, I'm so... Just, I'm, the sun has gone down. I've lost all my light, so we got to go. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. Um, but is- I... I Thank you all again. Thank you just for this episode in general. Like even just going back to watch it and it just it's it it's such a special time. And you know what? Our lives were and look, we're all still grateful for where we are, but we were in a fairy tale at the time. And I do feel like this episode has that like magic. It has this kind of fairy tale-ish feel and I was just thinking back like where we in all were in our lives. In which we case, who's the princess of the, of the of the fairy tale then? And and of course that's why it is so. <laughs> thank you, so uh, vivid, you know, for me. But it it also just like all of us at this point, like we were just cruising on. We were we were we were in it. It was magical, and it just got it kept getting better and better and better. So I just wanted to thank you all. Melt so your great face. All right, face. I gotta right. go. Hey, thanks. Right. Um, thanks for letting me join, everybody. Yay! Maggie, Come back, Melt. We gotta go. We gotta go. Tim and I. We gotta go. We can't stay on anymore. No, go, go, go. Goodbye, Maggie. Thanks so much for listening to The Psychologists Are In. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at The Psychologists Are In and our Twitter at Psychologist Pod. Plus, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash psychologists are in. See you next week where we talk about season four, episode 13, Death is in the Air. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.